all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Come on in, y'all. Let's go. It's time to pray. It's Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. We gather together every Monday night for one hour, seven o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Eastern to pray. Prayer is always powerful. It's going to be powerful tonight. I need you to come in. Let's like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, guys, people get saved. It literally is just that simple. So many people are giving their lives over 300 now that we've been able to record that have given their lives to the Lord so far this year. And we are excited because we have a goal of seeing 1,000 people come to the Lord this year. And I believe that we can get it done, but it takes us sharing. It takes us sharing. We want to welcome everybody across all of our platforms. We're on the Bishop Foreman Instagram, Harvest Search Instagram, Bishop Foreman YouTube, Harvest Search YouTube, on the Bishop Foreman Facebook, Harvest Search Facebook, and uh, Periscope, as well as the Harvest Channel and Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. So we are live several places. Come on in. Let me know where you're watching from. LWS, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share this video tonight. Listen, guys, as always, prayer is going to be powerful. I trust that you are expecting. I'm going to, as I always do, um, make sure um, that I always have a heavy emphasis on you sharing because when you share, uh, people get saved. Tonight, prayer is going to be powerful. I always pray about what we pray about. Hey, Detroit. Hey, Alabama. Good to see you. Where else y'all watching from? Denver. Good to see you. Aurora. Good to see you. I always pray about what we pray about. Um, you should always pray about what to pray. And that might sound weird. Like, especially if you grew up in church, you might think, well, Bishop, I just, I just open my mouth and whatever comes out. Can I tell you, you would not go to war that way. So I, it is not wise to pray that way. Prayer is a form of war in the spirit or spiritual warfare. The Bible says, the Apostle Paul tells Timothy, his spiritual son, he says this, he says to fight the good fight of faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Anything that is not of faith is not pleasing to the Lord. Well, we discovered that the word faith in Greek, the language of our New Testament, one of those words is pistis, P-I-S-T-I-S, which means truth, which means God's word. So let's make it simple. When we pray and when we release the word of the Lord, that is literally a form of faith. That is literally a form of spiritual warfare. You would not go to war uh, just going out there just saying, well, whatever happens, happens. No. So we have to take that same approach when we pray. We must be specific and strategic. We must be specific and strategic. The Bible says that the effective, fervent prayers of the righteous, that they do what? That they availeth much. They get things done. So when we pray, we are going to see results. Can I get you across every platform to just type that results? Type the word results. Two things I'm going to have you to do a lot of during prayer. Number one, I'm going to have you to say a lot. Why? Life and death are in the power of your tongue, the Bible says, and they that love it shall eat its fruit. Number two, number two, number two. The scripture makes it clear that wherever two touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. But when you type things on the screen, that's our form of digital agreement. So that's how we get things done. Agreement is so powerful. I've taught you this before. That even if what you're agreeing on is wrong, that the power of agreement can still make it happen. I will back that thing up and say it again. That agreement is so powerful, even if what you are agreeing on is wrong, it will still be done. If you look in the Bible, the Bible talks about a, a warrior named Nimrod and how Nimrod had unity and agreement with the people. And even though what they were doing, the Bible says that they said, let us make a name for ourselves. What they were doing is they were trying to make their name great when Genesis 12 says that God would make their name great. Check this out. 
Consequently, even though what they were doing was wrong, the Bible says that they were getting it done because they had agreement. Can I tell you, you have to be careful when you're agreeing about negative things, all right? You have to be careful when you're agreeing on negative things, right? What do you mean? Well, Bishop, I never agree with that negative. Well, watch me. If you didn't rebuke it or reject it, by default, you agree with it. So when you say negative things about your health, negative things about your employment, negative things about your money, negative things about your family, negative things about your spouse, negative things about your kids, and somebody agrees with that, then what you are doing is that unity is going to make it happen and bring it to pass. So you got to be careful with that. So that's why I have you say a lot. That's why you have you to type a lot. Let's jump in prayer. Tonight, y'all, we honor you and bless you, sir. Thank you for this privilege that we have to pray. As we gather together, God, across a multitude of digital platforms, we thank you that we have this privilege to pray. And God, we ask that you forgiveness for all of our sins, those committed knowingly and unknowingly, things that we knew that we were doing that were wrong, and the things, God, that we may not have yet learned are wrong. We ask for forgiveness. Forgive us tonight in the name of Jesus. And now, God, we thank you that you not only forgive us for sin, that those are the mistakes that we make, but God, we ask that you forgive us for iniquity. That is the generational sin that we pass down and around. Forgive us, God for being curse perpetuators when you literally sent us to be curse breakers. We were not sent to carry on the dysfunction of our bloodline. We were sent to be the interruption to that dysfunction in our bloodline. And so, Father, we ask that you forgive us for that and give us the grace to be curse breakers. Type, I'm a curse breaker. And finally, God, we ask that you forgive us for tra um, for transgression. That is where we willfully deviate from what we know to be right. Forgive us, God. We only transgress when we're under duress. We only transgress, God, when we are under stress. Forgive us, God, for allowing ourselves to get out of line and to get out of order with what we knew to be correct. Forgive us, God, for getting out of line and getting out of order from what we knew to be right. And we thank you tonight, God, that we are forgiven. We are covered under the blood. You shed your blood in seven places 2,000 years ago. Seven, the biblical number of completion. You could finish the work. That's why on Calvary, you said, God, uh, it is finished. You finished the work and you secured the victory for us so we can boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy and favor in our time of need. And that's tonight. We come before you, God, thanking you that we have this privilege to pray. And we thank you, God, that we are not those that have to be pushed to pray. We are not those that have to be prodded to pray, but we are those that practice prayer. We, uh, God, there's no prayer department in Harvest Church because we are all prayer warriors. We are all supposed to use this tool of spiritual warfare in order to adjudicate in the spirit. To adjudicate, that means to get results from a legal status. That's why your word says to state our case before you. You use legal terminology, God, meaning that when we come into prayer, we are getting things set up legally in the spirit which means you make judgment in favor of the saints. That's what Daniel said. And judgment was made. That's a legal term. And judgment was made in the, in the favor of the saints of the Most High God. So God, we come into the throne room of God. Enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. God, we're expecting judgments to be made in our favor. We are expecting situations to be adjudicated in our favor. We are expecting you, God, to shut the mouths of every enemy, to shut the mouth of every critic, to shut down discouragement, to shut down frustration, to shut down fatigue and do it not just, Father, by emotion, and do it, God, not just by feeling, but do it as adjudication. Do it legally in the spirit, which means if it exists, in, the, if it's shut down in the spirit, it is shut down in the natural. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Can I get everybody to type amen across every platform if you're on a social platform? Listen, y'all. If you haven't say, uh, shared, let me get you to share tonight across every platform. Again, we welcome both Facebook pages, both YouTube pages, Periscope, uh, the Harvest Channel, Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, everybody, we welcome you. So glad that you're with us tonight. Every Monday night, we gather together to pray for one hour. Where do we get it from? One hour when Jesus 
was in his most defining moment. He asked those closest to him. He said, I want you to pray with me for an hour. This is an hour of power. I don't know how I could start my week without this hour of power. And I encourage you to make this a part of your life. Set the time aside, put your alarm clock on, put it in your phone, put it on your planner, put it on your calendar. Make this a priority. Make it count. Because for most people, this is going to be the longest consecutive period of time all week that you're going to pray consecutively. So let's make it matter. Let's get some results in your life. All right. Listen, a couple of quick announcements before we go further into prayer. If you don't have our app, I want to encourage you to get our app. How do you get it? Text the word harvest. Can I get a few of you to type that on every platform? Text the word harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746. When you do that, we will suit you. A text message that will show you uh, how to get our app. You can get it on Android as well as Apple. Uh, I believe there's an iPad version as well as a, uh, a regular you know, phone version of it for you to get. In our app, you get our podcast, you get our streams, you get everything right there in our podcast. You get all of the Harvest original songs. Thank you. I'm going to pin it over here. If I get somebody to do it over here on the Harvest Instagram, I'll pin that too um, so that you can see that. And um, and uh, our app is amazing. You can also, everybody listen to me. The Bible says that the word is a lamp unto your feet, a light unto your path. Check this out. Um, and I've taught them specifically what that means. It means it will illuminate to make your decisions clear. For some of you, your decisions are clear because you need more of the word, right? You're looking for a burning bush. You're looking for a voice where you need to be looking for a verse, you got me? So I want to encourage you in that um, to get our app. You can literally read through the entire Bible in one year. There's several different Bible reading plans in there that you are able to do that. All right. So I want to encourage you to get that. It's, it's, it, it's going to glisten to make your decisions clear. But then secondly, it's a light to your path. What does that mean? It's going to make sure you stay on the right path. Everybody pay real close attention. Real close attention. Uh, uh, real close attention. Um, sometimes the path you're on seems like the wrong path. And that's Psalm 119, 105. It'll seem like the wrong path because the path is rocky. Sometimes the path you're on will seem like the wrong path because the path is rocky, because the path is filled with difficulty, because the path is filled with challenges. Everybody pay close attention. But since it's a lamp, watch me, for your feet and a light on your path, when you're full of the word, even if the path is full of pressure and full of rocks and full of challenges, you will stay on the path. Listen to me. You will stay on the path because that's the path that's lit. Did you hear what I just said? Let me back the thing up. Sometimes you can think that because it's God, it's supposed to be easy. The path's not going to be rocky. There's not going to be any challenges. There's not going to be anything difficult to deal with. And can I tell you, that's not the case. Oftentimes, God's path is going to be the path with a whole bunch of rocks, a whole lot of challenges. Watch me. A whole lot of second guessing. Woo, who am I talking to? A whole lot of, am I supposed to do this? A whole lot of, God, I'm confused, but that's the path. And when you're full of the word, the light is on that path. And since that path is lit, you're not worried about the other path because there's no light over there. Come on, y'all. We only 11 minutes in, but let's go all the way up. Father, we thank you that your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. A lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Can I get you to type those two words? It's a lamp and a light. Just put lamp and light. Type it on the chat. It's a lamp and a light. Which means lamp there means it's going to glisten. It's going to make our decisions easy to make because that will glisten. It will show up. That will be the bright one. It may not be the easiest one, but it'll be the bright one. And for that, God, we thank you. But we need your word to do that. Thank you for the Harvest app where your word comes in our podcast. Your word comes from the YouTube channel. Your word comes from the Harvest channel. So many platforms where the word is there. And the word is free because of the faithful giving of the people of harvest. Father, we thank you that it's a lamp and a light. We thank you, Lord, that your word is a light to the path. Even if the path is difficult, even if the path is challenging, even if the path is rocky, that's where the light is. It's lit. And because that's the path that's lit, that's the path we keep. Because that's the path is lit, that's the path we keep. Because that's the path that's lit, that's the path we keep. Father, tonight, in Jesus' name, we rebuke, watch me, doubt, because the path is rocky. We rebuke, uh, rebuke, Father, second guessing. Who am I talking to? Because the path is rocky. 
We rebuke God, feeling like we've made the wrong choice and wrong decision. Father, too many people spend time uh, second-guessing their decisions so they never, ever maximize them because they're still second-guessing them. Father, I pray that your word would be a lamp and a light for us, especially... In this second half of 2021, this second half, we're 12 days in. It will be better than the first half. Can I get you to type that and speak that over your life? I need you to say it and type it. The second half will be superior than the first half. The second half of 2021 will be superior than the first half of 2021. And we thank you for that now. In Jesus' name we pray. Can I get everybody to say amen right there? How many of you, you often second guess your decisions? And I am not talking about you evaluate to make sure they're the best. I'm talking about it takes you forever to decide something simple. And even when you do decide something simple, you vacillate back and forth. Wave your hand at me because we coming after that tonight. We finna shut that down tonight. Y'all, we only 14 minutes and I was about to go back into prayer. That's how, that's how caught up I am into this thing. Watch me. Um, you do not have time to spend time in doubt. You do not have time to spend time in vacillation. What's vacillation? You're going back and forth. Elijah, the prophet, the man of God, he says, how long are you going to go back and forth between two decisions? If God is God, let him be God. If Baal is Baal, let him be God. In other words, he was saying, listen, like th this is too much back and forth. Father, in Jesus' name, we rebuke the back and forth in us. We pray that because your word is a lamp and a light, that we would not go back and forth. We would not vacillate. We would not sway. We would not sway. We would not sway. Oh my God. We would not sway and we would not vacillate. God, we have to maximize the decisions that we make and we cannot sway and we cannot vacillate in Jesus name. Come on, just type the word no, N-O. Type it on the screen, N-O. And again, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video, even on the replay, guys, where many people watch the replays of prayer because of work or whatever they're doing, and they're not able to be online, I still need you to chat and participate. Why? Because when you do that, you are literally activating the power of agreement. All right, so I, we went there because I was talking about getting the Harvest app. So there's tons of messages. Everything you need is right there in our app. I need you to grab it. Text the word Harvest. Can I get somebody to type that over here, please? Um, text Harvest to 877-552-4746 so you can get our app. Do a screenshot of it, and then that way you can come back and uh, and uh, and then send that text. Or you can hop off a prayer real quick and send it. But if you got an Apple phone, you can push the video up in your screen. I think you can do it on Android too. No Android, not even an Android joke. Put it up in the screen so you can send the text now. All right. So listen, I pray about what to pray about. Uh, oh, one more announcement real quick. Um, if you're in Atlanta, we'd love for you to be part of our Harvest Church Atlanta launch team. I need for you to simply text the words H-C-A-T-L. If you're in the Atlanta metro area, um, need you to type the word H-C-A-T-L to the phone number 877-552-4746 so that you can get um, you can get more information, be a part of our launch team, find out more about that. Got some great updates and things coming for you uh, real soon. All right. I'm super excited about Atlanta. I'll be there. Uh, here shortly, uh, we're uh, several moving parts that are happening, but all of it good things. And we know this: every delay is certainly to our benefit, and we're excited about it. All right, so we'll be there. We'll be there soon. Boom, y'all are on it here. I just, I'm, I just, I just. There we go. Boom. Can I get somebody to type that? Where y'all at? Uh, Harvest Instagram. Uh, come on, come on. Let's move on that chat. All right. Now let's move to, to this. I pray about what to pray about. I literally say to the Lord, Lord, what in the world do you want me to pray about? I do not just um, get on prayer and say, Lord, do it. Lord, do it. Lord, do it. No, we pray about what you, you're trying to pin it. Right. Actually, I don't see it. I don't see it, guys. If you could put that up for me, I don't see it. I'm not seeing that. Uh, if you could do that, type type that in there for me so I can pin your comment for people to text uh, H-C-A-T-L to 877-552-4746 and text HARVEST to 877-552-4746. So we've got that there. Um, I pray about what to pray about. And here's what the Lord told me today. The Lord told me today that what I am to pray about is actually about your mindset, your mindset. And we're to pray about our mindset. Um, how many of you sometimes you find that your greatest uh, your greatest mind, M-I-N-E, your greatest mind is in your mind. In other words, sometimes you have these great 
explosions and these great, uh, these great challenges and, and uh, you know, pits and tunnels and things that are in your mind. How many of you, you would say that your mind is your, you have your greatest minds, right? You have some of your greatest challenges. Um, we're going to cover that in prayer tonight uh, because we're going to cover your mindset in prayer tonight for the second half of this year. Your mindset has got to be set right so that you are able to see what God has ordained for you in the second half. Somebody said today, um, you ever been having, I want to ask you lots of questions. I need y'all to respond because I want you to see. And if you look at the comments, if you're on a social platform with comments, you can see this. Um, cause I want you to see that you're not alone. Cause sometimes one of the greatest tactics of the enemy is to make you to think that you're alone. You're the only one that thinks like that. You're the only one that goes through that. You're the only one that feels that. And you are not alone. For those of you that feel alone, can I just get you to type that? I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I'm not alone because you literally are not. Um, so in that, um, you ever been having a great day? Like you're fired up, you're excited, you're passionate, you're full of the word. And then all of a sudden, thoughts will just bombard your mind, right? Thoughts will bombard your mind. And then you went from having a great day to now you have, you listen, you're borderline sad and mad. Where you at? Like, like, you are, like you're borderline like, I'm mad, I'm frustrated, I'm angry. You went from thinking great things about people to now trust nobody now. And this is what, like you, you go from one extreme to the next. Wave at me if you've ever had that happen. Matter of fact, wave at me. Do two waves if you've had that happen in the last seven days. Do two ways. I'm going to wave my hands. Both my hands are waving. If you've had that happen in the last seven days, all right? Um, see all the hands that are up? Several hands that are up. Um, this is something that happens to us all. This is something that happens to us all. And uh, it's something that you got to understand uh, is not unique to you. I see several two hands that are up. You can go from one moment to where you're like, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, God is awesome. Who's had this happen to the next moment? We're like, Lord, why don't you love me? Lord, why aren't you there for me? Lord, why am I going through this? Who's ever had that happen? Where you go from one moment where you're like celebrating the praises of Jesus to the next moment, you're like saying, God, are you mad at me? Are you angry at me? Are you frustrated at me? Wave at me. Come on. Come on. Come on. Y'all see all these hands if you're on a social network? I need you to see that you are not alone. Can I be honest with you? A faith that cannot be tested is a faith that should not be trusted. And for many of you, the fact that you go through some of these extremes and some of these challenges reveal to you just how real your faith is. So the first thing I want to cover in prayer is that you would know that even though in your human moments, that that actually proves to you just how much you really believe him and just how much you really love him. Because even when your faith is tested, your faith lasts. Did you hear what I just said? The fact that you have these moments, but you still come back to the Lord shows you that it's real. I need somebody to just type on the screen. I'm real. The testing of your faith proves that it's real because even though you vacillated, even though you went back and forth, even though you had some challenges, you still got it together. Father, in Jesus' name, we are grateful that you, our faith is tested and Father, it comes out as pure gold. It comes out better. You said, God, that you would refine us like a, a light a, in the fire and we would come out as pure gold. That's Job 23 and 10. But when you know the way that we take and when you test us, we come forth as pure gold. Thank you, God that we come forth pure even after being tested. God, we are real. Our faith is real. Our faith is genuine. It's been proven. It's been proven. And the fact that we have those moments doesn't mean we don't trust you. It proves we do. Come on, y'all. It doesn't mean we don't love you, God. It proves we do. It doesn't mean that uh, we, we are not Believers, it proves we're believers because even though we're tested, we come back and we're better. Our faith is stronger and our faith is real. And for that, God, we say thank you. Thank you for the moments, God, where we go through tests. Thank you for the moments, God, where we go through uh, these back and forth moments of our humanity. That is proof that we are real. Our faith is tested and our faith has been proven right now. 
and we thank you for it in Jesus name. Can I get you to put an amen right there? And can I get you, let me say this to you, stop beating yourself up because you have those moments, right? Because you have those moments. That's proof that it's real. If it cannot be tested, it cannot be trusted. Do you hear what I'm saying? And if you never have a moment to see a, 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 a punch to it or a, to, to see your faith take a hit, you don't know how much your faith can produce. And for some of you, as much as listen to me, as many hits as your faith has taken, you got the faith of like a heavyweight champion of the world. God, we pray tonight that we would recognize just how strong our faith is, not in an outcome, but our faith is in the God of an outcome. In the name of Jesus, it's in you. It's not in what you're going to do. It's in you. So God, even if it doesn't, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, even if it doesn't go the way that we want it to go, we know, God, that you are still God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, our God is well able to bring us out of your fiery furnace, O Nebuchadnezzar, but if he doesn't. He's still God. We are grateful, God, that even though our faith poof, has taken some bows, has taken some hits, has taken some punches, has taken some sucker punches, has taken some gut punches, God, even though our faith has taken some hits, God, we know that it's real because it got back up. It got back up. I need y'all to pray with me. It got back up. And our faith is in you, not in an outcome. God, so even if it didn't go how we prayed for it to go, we believe Romans 8, 28, that you make all things work together for the good of them that love you and are called according to your purpose. We love you and we're called. We love you and we are called. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, can I get everybody to say amen right there? Wow, right? You got back up. I need you to give God a praise. Give him some computer love. Come on. That you got back up. That you got your faith got back up. Your faith resurrected. Your faith did not stay stagnant. Yeah, it was in the corner and they were counting you down. And they were counting 10, 9, some of you 8, some of you 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2. And right when it looked like you were down for the count, poof, your shoulder came back up. Baby, you are a survivor. You are a survivor. Not just a survivor. You are a thriver. You thrive. Your faith got back up. Jesus, if you don't put a praise on this screen, some of y'all ought to be running around your house. If you in your car, one of your hands ought to be up. Now, keep your eyes on the road. All right? But one of your hands ought to at least put three of your fingers. Do something. Put something up. You, your faith literally got back up. Got it? And it shows you just how strong it is. Only you could go through that type of loss and still say, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Only you could still not have gotten the answer that you were looking for and still say, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Only you can go through that, those, uh, that amount of changes in such a short period of time and still praise him and still bless him. Where is your praise at? I'm going to give you five seconds. I'm going to act like this church. I need you to just give God five seconds of digital worship. Go five, go four, go three. Come on, prayer. Go, go two. Come on, go one. Hallelujah. Jesus, do not beat yourself up and beat yourself down because your faith had to get punched and knocked around and kicked and spat on. Watch me. They did all of that to Jesus. And if all of that was done to Jesus and he still went to the cross, all that happened before the cross. Do you hear me? All that happened before the cross. All that happened before the cross. So if he, if they did all of that to him, you, you and I are not better than he. You and I are not better than he. Your faith is, who can be honest that your faith has taken some hits, but it, uh, it got back up. Uh, it got back up. Come on. Uh-oh, I kicked the camera. It got back up. It got back up. Wow. I remember uh, when I was a kid, um, there was this game. It was uh I remember it was a fighting game, Buster Douglas. 
fighting game. And it was on, I think it was on Sega or something like that. And uh, and I remember the game and, uh, and and one of the moves on the game, Buster Douglas had just punch where where it was like a special move. For those of you who are video game people, ever played a video game, and don't be like, Bishop, I don't know about video games. Everybody on here has played some type of video game at some point in their life, even if you play it now on your phone. Right. And, and I remember the move because I think Sega had an ABC. Who, who remembers that? Say, uh, Sega had an ABC. And if you hit that real fast twice, all of a sudden Buster Douglas would like his whole side of his body would boof, and he would knock down his opponent. And for some of you, watch me, for some of you, that's what uh, you have gone through. Like you went through a Buster Douglas. Boof, boof, boof. And, I be, and I need you to hear me, but you're still standing. You are still standing. You are still standing. You are still standing. You are still standing. God, we celebrate the fact that we are still standing. We celebrate the fact that we are still in it to win it. It's not over because we have not fully secured the victory yet. It's not over because we haven't won yet in certain areas. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we're talking about your mindset. So the first thing I need you to know, first thing I need you to know is that you're going to have moments where you do this, where you ping pong, where you go back and forth. You're going to have moments where you go back and forth. And what you need to realize is those moments show you just how strong your faith is. A faith that cannot be trusted is a faith that cannot, or faith that cannot be tested, excuse me, is a faith that cannot be trusted. So type this on the screen, please. If you're on Howard's channel or Uncommon and you can't type it, say it. Just, just say this, I can be trusted. Please type it, I can be trusted. Say it and type it, I can be trusted. Say it and type it, I can be trusted. All right? So since you've proven that you can be trusted, that means that, that how God deals with you is going to be different than how he deals with one that cannot be trusted. Got it? Because you can be trusted now. That means that you will be dealt with differently than those that cannot be trusted. See, he's no respecter of persons, which means uh, he gives no regard to who you are, where you were born, how much money you have. He gives no respect. He's no respecter of person. However, he is a respecter of rank. He is a respecter of rank. He is a respecter of rank. Let me prove it to you. Let's go here. In Acts chapter 19, verse number 15. And, and let me tell you, you, you your, your rank has been upgraded for this second half. Your rank, please let me prophesy to you, your rank has been upgraded for this second half. Let me prove this to you. In Acts chapter 19, uh, and we're going to look at, um, and we're talking about mindset, but I just need you to see this. In Acts chapter 19, uh, verse number 11, listen to this. And God was doing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul. Paul, watch me, Paul used to kill Christians. Paul gets knocked off his animal. He goes blind for a few days. Uh, he is taught now and, uh, and he is sent and commissioned out by the ruling apostles. Paul submits himself. He was the big man one day training up under the rabbi Gamaliel. And now he is now subject to the ruling apostles. Everybody listen. And now that Paul um, uh, has gone through this challenge. Paul goes through several things. Paul is stoned to death, but he gets back up. Paul is lied on. Paul is beaten. Paul, it, Paul goes through pure D hell. But watch me, after every test, <clears throat> he bounces back. After every test, he bounces back. After every test, he gets back up. After, do you wanna know what they do? After they stone him to death, do you not know Paul gets up and says, okay, now let's go preach. Who does that? Who does that? Who, after you go through some of the worst testing you can go through, gets up and says, all right, I, I, let's, let's continue the journey. All right? Y'all still with me? Paul did. So listen to verse in Acts 19, 11. And God was doing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul. Why? Because Paul had been tested so Paul could be trusted. Father, do extraordinary miracles through us in the second half of this year, we pray. Why? We have been tested, and so now we can be trusted. We have been tested, so now we can be trusted. We have been tested, and so now we can be trusted. And for this, God, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Can you just type that on the screen? Say miracles. Type miracles. Every platform, type miracles. Every platform, type miracles. All right? 
And God was doing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul so that even the handkerchiefs or the apron that had touched his skin were carried away to the sick and their diseases left them and evil spirits came out of them. Watch me. Paul had been tested so he could be trusted. So Paul was given now to wear the, the, the prayer cloth that he had. And we have these at Harvest. And whenever people, you can literally get one out of our online store, uh, online if you're part of our digital family or you can get it in the building. Whenever people have issues, see, I've been tested so I can be trusted. Um, whenever people have physical ailments or issues, I often will say, get a prayer cloth. I've prayed over them and, and they are a point of contact. They are a point of contact. That's all it is. It's a point of contact. The Bible says, that uh, Paul's aprons and handkerchiefs that touched him, when they touched somebody, pe people were healed and evil spirits left them. Let me tell you what's going to happen in the second half. We're going to see extraordinary healing and we're going to see evil spirits depart. Father, in Jesus' name, we will see in the second half of this year because we can be tested. We can be trusted. We will see God healing manifest physically in people's lives in the name of Jesus. And we will see evil spirits depart from any environment we walk into. We are a living, walking, talking, breathing rebuke. We are a living, talking, breathing rebuke. We are living, talking, walking, breathing rebuke, which means when evil comes in contact with us, it must flee. It must flee in the name of Jesus, we pray. Everybody say amen right there. Stay with me because we're going to pray about your mindset, but I'm setting you up. We started talking about how you'll have the ping pongs. You'll have the back and forth. We covered that in prayer. Now I'm telling you, because you've been tested, you can be trusted. So God deals with you differently. He deals with you differently. He deals with you differently. He deals with you differently. Not because he's a respecter of persons, but he is a respecter of rank. Pay attention. Verse 13, then some of the itinerant, that means traveling, Jewish exorcists, undertook to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, I adjure you or I, 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 I command you to leave um, by the Jesus whom Paul proclaims. Everybody listen. The Bible says that even Paul's handkerchiefs and, watch me, his aprons, that if somebody touched it, what happened? They got healed and an evil spirit left. This now it's a different person. It's a different person. There are these Jewish exorcists who are saying, watch me, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, they are dealing with evil spirits. It's not a handkerchief. It's not a prayer cloth. They are dealing with them directly. But watch what happens. But the evil spirits answered them. Stop. Y'all better catch what I just said. When they were dealing with Paul, they did not speak. They had to flee. But when they were dealing with somebody else, they answered them. Where y'all at, chat? Where y'all at? When they were dealing with Paul, because Paul had been tested, so Paul could be trusted. Bodies were healed, no questions asked. Evil spirits left, no questions asked. But when they're dealing with these traveling Jewish exorcists, when they try to do the same thing, oh my God, the spirits respond to them and say, Jesus, we know, Paul, we know, who in the heaven, hell, and earth are you? We don't know you because we don't know your rank and God and heaven doesn't respect your rank. So because heaven doesn't respect your rank, we don't have to respect your, respect your rank. Y'all better hear me. After what you've overcome, you ranked up this second half. Father, you, we ranked up this second half. Yes, we ranked up this second half, which means God, what other people try to do, it may kill him, but God, but it's easy for us to do. We make it look easy because we are graced to do it. Can you type that on the screen? We are graced to do it. I'm graced to do it. You are graced to handle it. You are graced to do it because you were tested. Now you can be trusted. So you ranked up. You just got, watch me, an upgrade in your rank in the spirit. You got an upgrade in your rank in the spirit. You got an upgrade in your rank in the spirit. You got an upgrade in your rank in the spirit. You are no longer dealing with what you dealt with on your last level. But you got an upgrade. You got an upgrade in your rank in the spirit, which means now, watch me. It, when you pray, you will move the earth. When you pray, you will change decisions. When you pray, you will change environments. 
When you pray, you will change decision makers' hearts. When you pray, you will change cities. When you pray, you will change reasons. Come on. When you pray, you can change the heart. The Bible said that the heart of a king is in the hand of the Lord, and he'll turn it whichever way he desires. And for that, we say thank you. Wow. So I need you to watch me recovering your mindset. You ranked up, and he, God does not respect persons, but he does respect rank. Because notice, listen to what happens. We we uh, we uh, we adjure you by the Jesus whom Paul proclaims, or we exercise you, we command you to lead in the name by Jesus whom Paul proclaims. Seven sons of a Jewish high priest named Sceva were doing this. So let me make it clear: these were church people. Watch me, but they didn't have the same rank as Paul. Please listen to me. The reason you have to be tested so that you can be trusted is so that your rank can increase in the spirit. Your rank can increase in the spirit. There's a reason why, and I'm not saying this to be self-aggrandizing or, or anything like that. I'm just saying there's a reason why when I speak certain things, you see testimonies week after week after week after week. Why do things come to pass? Because I, watch me, I've been tested so I can be trusted with a rank that my words do not fall to the ground. And to God be the glory for that. I just need everybody to please, if you haven't already spoke, type this word about yourself. Say, I've upgraded. Type it. I've upgraded. I've upgraded. So you might be saved, but baby, we are not the same rank. <laughs> Woo! Listen, y'all might be friends, but all of y'all are not the same rank. Y'all all, who am I talking to? For some of you, here's your challenge with your circle is that watch me, your circle, because they're not eating from the same table you're eating from in terms of spiritually, that they are eating a different diet. Watch me. While y'all are all Christians and all saved, for some of you, the challenge you have is that because they've not upgraded their rank, they talk about little stuff and you're like, oh my God, I'm so beyond that. I have moved so beyond that. Like you talking about salvation, baby. I'm talking about kingdom. Come on here. You've upgraded. So this is what happened. But the evil spirit answered them. Verse 15. Jesus, I know. And Paul, I recognize. I recognize. I recognize. How do I recognize Paul? Because Paul was tested and Paul could be trusted. Watch me. Can I, can I go deep here? Can I go deep? Here's really what the evil spirits were saying. The evil spirits were saying, we've already tried Paul. We know him. We don't work against him. Listen to me. The spirits were essentially saying, we've already tried Paul and we cannot mess with Paul. Father, I pray that we would recognize our rank in the spirit, that we would not back down, but we would take authority in the spirit. Now is the time for the saints of the most high God to rise up and to possess the kingdom that is heaven's attributes in the earth. That is becoming who you said we are and possessing what you said we can have. And that is your MO, your modus operandi, how you do what we will do when you do it. Do you hear me? Listen, listen. They said, Jesus, we know. Paul, we know. We ain't messing with Paul. He, he whipped our head last time. I need you to hear me. You, I need you to hear me. They were like, listen, Jesus we know. Paul we know. Uh, we don't know you though. But we ain't messing with Paul. Because the last time we, watch me. The last time we tried Paul, 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 Paul put us out. Last time we tried Paul, Paul shut us down. Watch me. We tried to kill Paul. He got up. We tried to scandalize Paul's name. He got up. Come on. Come on. Please, if you haven't typed it. Upgrade, 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 upgrade. I need you to change your mindset. You watch me, watch me. You gotta come out of cadet status. Yes, Bahashaya. You gotta come out of cadet status. You didn't save too long to still be acting like a cadet. You've been in this too long. If I'm your pastor, you've been sitting up under the word. If you're part of the Harvest Leadership Network or Harvest Bible College or Connected Harvest in any way, you've been sitting up under too much high quality word to still be at that low rank. Upgrade. Come on, because for the second half to be better than the first half, you have to be a better version of you. All right, we're almost done. Listen, Jesus, I know. I know him. I know him. Paul, I recognize. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit leaped on them, them, their seven sons of a, a Jewish priest named Sceva. So their seven sons. Listen. One man, the Bible says, overpowers seven of them. And everybody listen very carefully. 
and he mastered all of them. So they fled the house naked and wounded. Now I could teach here, but I want to move to your mindset, but I could teach here because there's some people, watch me. If you do not understand, you got to be, please listen to me. You got to be careful. We have a lot of people um, who, watch me, who want to upgrade, but haven't been tested so they don't qualify for upgrade. Oh God. And when they try to exercise these evil spirits, listen to what the scripture says. It says the one man overtakes seven of them, which means, watch me, you will get into a spiritual battle where it doesn't take much to knock you down. Watch me, but I need you to speak this over yourself. Say, I'm unstoppable. Speak that over yourself. But then look, it says one man mastered all of them and, and, and listen, and overpowered them. He mastered them. What do you mean mastered them? What? And overpowered them. Two different words, which means mastering them, which means he began to dictate to them. The evil spirit started running them. Oh my, if I'm not teaching because this is prayer, but I'm just saying, look, and they fled out of the house naked. What does that mean? They were uncovered and wounded. Please hear me. Please hear me. Please hear me. Anything that's uncovered will spoil. Anything that's uncovered will die. They ran out uncovered. Watch me. And they were wounded because they got into a battle that they were not qualified to fight. Father, I thank you that whatever we face in the second half of 2021, because we've been tested, we can be trusted. And that means, God, that whatever we face, we are well able to handle it. Our mindset changes. We are not running from evil, but we are taking authority over evil. We are not running from any problem. We are taking authority over every problem. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, can I just get you to type yes, Lord, on the screen? We're almost done. About 16 more minutes, guys, and we're out of here. Uh, again, if you're just coming in, do me a favor on every platform. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share the video tonight. All right. Um, so, so number one, we're covering your mindset in prayer. Number one, we dealt with the fact that you're going to have those ping pong moments. Got it? Um, that proves, you, proves to you how strong your faith is. Number two, we've discovered that because you've been tested, you now can be trusted. God is not a respecter of persons, but he is a respecter of rank. Got it? So, so there's some things. Watch me. Please listen very carefully. Oh, my God, y'all. We might go up all the way right here. Because you've been tested and because, watch me, because you've been tested and because you are now trusted. Watch me very carefully. There's some things that in the first half of 2021, you tried to get done. You could not get done because you did not have rank for that. I want to throw this TV out this window over here. But in the second half, in the second half, because you've been tested, now you can be trusted. You now have rank and authority over that. Listen, which means there's some stuff that you tried to do the first half that didn't work because it's been reserved for the second half. Oh, my God. It's been reserved for the second half. Father, in Jesus name, show us the areas where in the first half, it was not successful. It did not work the way we wanted it to. It did not go the way we desire, but God, because we've been tested, now we can be trusted that now we have rank for that. Now we have authority over that, which means God, just like had Paul dealt with those spirits before he was tested and trusted, those spirits would have mastered him and overpowered him. But because he now was tested and trusted, he had rank in the spirit, so he had the authority now to, to speak to those things and to demand and declare. And so God, show us the areas where it didn't happen the first half, but now we've got rank to make it happen the second half. If y'all don't pray with me tonight, show us the areas, God, where it was not uh, uh, profitable, where it was not desirable in the first half of 2021. But now that we've got rank and authority, it shall be in the second half. Please type it on the screen. Show me, Lord. Show me, Lord. Every digital platform, show me, Lord. There's some areas you thought there was a no. You're going to go back and you're going to get a different answer in the second half. There are some areas. There's some things you tried to do 
that were not successful in the first half, but in the second half, they will be successful. There were some prayers you prayed in the first half that you have not seen the answer to yet, but now you have authority and rank in the second. If you don't type show me Lord on this screen, Come on. He's going to show you the areas. He's going to show. There were some goals you set out on that you did not accomplish in the first half, but, uh, but they will be accomplished in the second half. You're 12 days in and the second half will be better than the first half in Jesus name. Wow. Zers. One of our harvesters, she says, wowie zowie. <laughs> I'm going to say that. Wowie zowie. Wow. He's going to show you. 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 Father, show us through. Watch me. Let me pray for how he shows you. Father, show through dreams. Show through the life-giving messages. Show through God open visions. What's an open vision? It's essentially a dream you have during the day. Show God through the process of thought. Show it, Lord. Show it, Lord. Show it, Lord. Oh, my God. There are five of you on prayer tonight. Loose me so I can prophesy. I know it's prayer, but loose me to prophesy. There are five of you on prayer tonight. There are five of you on prayer tonight. Um, and there's no's you got. Who, 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 if you're one of my five, just type five. There are at least five of you on prayer tonight across our platforms where you literally got a no. You got a no in the first half to something. And your, your thought was, well, I guess that's just that for me. Here, here is God's direction to you. Ask again. You better. Come on here. Ask again. Do it again. Do it again. Try it again. Try it again. That's your answer. That's your answer. Roshike under Bahashaya. We got 11 minutes and I got to go. Okay, let's go to this next part. Wow. If you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video. Wow. Somebody says today. Wow. Come on, son. Wow. That's amazing. So here we go. All right. We're covering your mindset. Covering your mindset. Um, 2 Corinthians 10.5. It says this. I'm going to go with New King James. Casting down. Actually, I'm going to read it to you in the new in the NIV. Um, we demolish. Oh, no. Actually, let me read it to you in the New Living Translation. I like the way this says better. New Living. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. Wow. Um, we capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. I'm going to say it again. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. Listen to this. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. Um, now, now listen, this scripture is often used talking about taking um, thoughts captive. Um, and I wanted to read it to you in a different version because we're about to, in our mindset, we're about to sit in the seat of an intercessor for just a moment and pray for those that don't know the Lord. Listen to the verse again. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. So often when people will not come to the Lord, there is something prideful. There is something prideful that becomes an obstacle. It, it's their education. It's their sense of accomplishment. It's their sense of, I don't need nobody. It's, it's all of that. And it says, we capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. Uh, so really this scripture, while we use it often to talk about, because it's, it reads slightly differently in New King James, to talk about our thoughts. Really, really, this is really about a prayer of intercession. What is to intercede? To go to God on behalf of somebody that can't go to God on their own. John chapter 9 says that the only prayer that the Lord hears from an unsaved person is the prayer of salvation. So real quickly, I want for us to cover in prayer right now um, those that don't know the Lord. Because here's got to be your mindset in the second half is that every obstacle has got to come down. That's your mindset. Every obstacle has got to come down, not just for others, but for you. Because let's put the scripture in context of you. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps you from knowing the Lord. There are some things you said, when I know the Lord, I'm saved. This is bigger than salvation because there's some things God says, I want to show you about me, but I can't show you about me because you're so prideful. Your pride becomes an obstacle. It's an obstacle. Listen to it in New King James. 
casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself to the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought into the obedience of Christ. So I want to do this. I want you to type the initials on every social platform for those that you know that do not know the Lord. For those that you know that do not know the Lord. Type that on the screen. Uh, type their initials. Father, we activate 2 Corinthians 10.5. We, we sit in the seat of the intercessor and we go to the, you, God, on behalf of those that can't go to you on their own. And we pray for them. We cast down and, Father, we destroy every proud obstacle that keeps them from knowing you. And we capture, God, their rebellious thoughts, their rebellious thoughts and command them to obey Christ. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray that this year, before this year is out, that these initials, they would be saved and they would be serving. They would be saved and they would be serving God. For many, we have prayed for before, but Father, we continue to sit in that seat of the intercessor to go to you on their behalf, just like somebody got with, uh, on our behalf when we could not go on our own. So Father, now we sow into them and we call them saved and serving now in the name of Jesus. Let's go further. Father, we pray now for ourselves. And God, we cast down every argument in ourselves and every high thing in ourselves that would uh, come against us knowing you. And we bring every thought into captivity. We bring every thought into captivity. We, that means we make it a prisoner. God, we will not allow our mindset to get us unfocused. We will not allow our mindsets to get us off gear. We will not allow our mindsets to get us off track. Father, but we pray that our mindsets would uh, stay in alignment and obedience to you, which means, watch me, even if it veers out, obedience comes back. Even if it veers out, obedience snatches back. Even if it veers to the left or to the right, obedience comes back. That's what we pray over our mindset. Father, our mind is set that the second half of this year will be better than the first half. Our mind is set that what we do, God, will be for your glory. Our mind is set in Jesus' name. Every platform type, amen. I'm running out of time. Good goodness. I'm running out of time. Running out of time. Last thing I want to do uh, to cover your mindset in prayer for tonight because we're going to run out of time. And I got a couple more things to do and then we're going to hop off. Again, if you're just coming in, guys, make sure you share this across every platform. When you share, people get saved. You're going to drop the net in a moment. Drop the net is a term I like to use. Uh, the Bible says he makes us fishers of men. So we're going to drop that net and we're going to catch some people tonight for God's glory. All right? Especially if you don't know the Lord, I need you to hang around. If you've fallen away from the Lord, hang around. We're almost done. We'll be done in five minutes. We're done at 8 o'clock Mountain, uh, 10 o'clock Eastern. So the last thing, um, what I said, Lord, what are we to pray about? So here's what he said. And said, son, for many people, here's the problem. Mindset, look at the word. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a, a, a conjunction. It is a joining of two words, mind and set. Got it? Which means there's something my mind is set. Watch me. You don't know how to have the right mindset unless you know where you have set out to go. I'll back that thing up and say it again. For many, the right mindset is difficult to have. Because you do not know where it is that you are going. You've not set a course. You've not set a journey. So because there's no journey, it's difficult to know what my, your mind needs to be set to. Like in the, in the summertime, I like my house cold. I like my house freezing. Anybody else like me? Uh, I do not want to come in my house and be hot and sweating and all of that. So I set my temperature in my house. It's at 65. All right. That's where I got to set my and 65 keeps it cool for me. I don't want to be sweating when I sleep. I don't want to be what I do. I like it cool. Do you hear me? Cool. All right. All right. Take this out. So I set it because I know what I want it to be when I get back for your mindset. Watch me to have the right mindset. You have to know where you're setting out to go, what you're setting out to accomplish. And so, because we're going to run out of time, here's the last thing I want to cover in prayer. The Bible says this, let this mind that was in Christ uh, be in you also, Philippians 2.5. Um, and so, one of the basic premises of God's mindset is that his mindset was, watch me, was that he was a problem solver. Every miracle he worked was to solve a problem. Two fish, five loaves of bread. What's the problem? The people are hungry and need to eat. Um... Uh, Peter walk on water. What's the problem? Peter said he wanted to walk. So I answered the problem. I fixed the problem. Um, uh, blind Bartimaeus. 
Uh, watch me. He'll holler. Watch me. If you holler, he'll heal you. Uh, watch me. Uh, Bartimaeus was blind. That was the problem. So Jesus solves the problem. You getting the point? Every miracle he worked, he was solving a problem. So I want to pray that in the second half of this year, here's your mindset. I'm a problem solver. And I've talked this before. If you've been with me for a minute, I've talked to you this before, but I need your mind to be set this way, that whatever you face, watch me, this is not something that will stop me. I am a problem solver. Father, just type, I'm a problem solver, every platform. Father, we set our minds to say that we are problem solvers in the second half of this year and beyond. That whatever we face, God, there's a miracle, there's a breakthrough, there's a manifest, there is something to solve the problem. We are not those that will be stopped or blocked because of obstacles. We are those that are problem solvers. So I pray, God, that our mind is set that way. It's set that way. So whatever we see, we know where it's set. Whatever we see, we know where it's set. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, we got to go. We're out of time. I want to do this. If prayer bless you, be a blessing. Always bless what blesses you. Luke 6.38, give and it shall be given unto you. You know harvest is good ground. You can look on our website, harvestsearch.church forward slash give, and you can see what harvest does with all of its resources. Um, you can see the people who are coming to the Lord. Every week we put that in front of you. Why? Because I want you to know, yes, you should give because the word teaches it, but I also want you to know that your, your giving is changing lives. So if you want to give, if you want to sow, sow tonight, how do you do that? Dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two. If you want to use the cash app, you use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. All of those are the email, hello at harvestchurch.church. Um, or you can just go to our website. Boom, you got it. Or you can just go to our website and do it that way. Or if you're on the Bishop Foreman Instagram, you can use the badges over here. Instagram has got us set up with the badges now. And so you can use that. You can't use them everywhere else, but you can use um, the badges over here on um, uh, on the Bishop Foreman Instagram. You can't do it on the Harvest Instagram. All right. So, so what should you show? Because people often ask me that question. Uh, it's Philippians 2.5. So, so 25. So 25. So 50. So 250. So 2,500. You're loaded. So 25,000, 250,000. Do it. Attach scripture to it is what I'm saying. Philippians 2.5. But that's my mindset. My mindset is I'm a problem solver. I'm sowing into this tonight because my life literally since I've been 12 years old, I was a chief executive since 12, has been solving problems. Like that's my life. But can I be honest? For some of you, for some of you, like you get decision fatigue, like I'm tired of deciding and I need you. I'm going to need you to get up out of that. I'm going to need you to do that. And somebody put a great point and the testimonies of the faithful givers are unparalleled. Like if you need to be inspired about giving, go to our app, our website and click on change lines and you can see the testimonies. I mean, they're just mind blowing uh, of people who give and so uh, and they're faithful giving debt freedom. I mean, debts cancel. I mean, just go read them. They're amazing. Last thing I want to do, if tonight you're on prayer, you need to give your life to the Lord for the first time or recommit yourself to him or be sure on whatever platform you're on, on three, I want you to do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at, on the count of three, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. One, two, three, respond right where you're at. Go right now. Go. Don't hesitate. Don't doubt. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Nobody's looking down at you. Nobody's going to uh, 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 think less of you. This is your moment. Do not miss it. Do not miss it. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Do that hand wave emoji and say, it's me on every platform. I'm waiting on you. Five. I'm waiting on you. Four. I'm waiting on you. Three. Come on. I see you. There you go. Two. Come on. There you go. There you go. There you go. One. Everybody, I'm still going to allow you to respond for the sake of time. Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. Say, I confess with my mouth. Come on, everybody say it. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to run this race in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Listen, guys, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord live or on the replay, I need for you to text this word, text decision. Can I get a few of you to type that on every platform? Text the word decision to the phone number 877-552-4746. That's 877-55-BISHOP um, is what that actually is. But 877, it's our old number from all of our TV broadcasts. 
uh, and we kept it. We've kept it all these years. 877-552-4746. All right. Again, if prayer bless you, sow into it. 25. That's what I'm sowing. You can do more than that. You say, Bishop, I don't have that. Sow something. Put a five and a two in it. Do, do five, 20. Do 55. Do something. with. Let me say it that way. Do something with a five and a two in it. But everybody, I challenge you to sow tonight. Faithful Givers Flourish. I love you guys. Don't forget, tomorrow night, Tuesday night, I'll go live on the Bishop Foreman Instagram and do a preview of Wednesday Night Live Bible study message. It's going to be amazing. Um, Wednesday Night Live's message is called this. It's called, This is What You Were Born For. Wow. We're going to answer that question. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. And I'm going to do a preview of it tomorrow night on Instagram. So you can be on there. I'm going to pray for people, bring people up and all of that. We're in church on Wednesday and uh, we will go from there. I love you guys. Don't forget also too, we're doing a Friday Night Friday in Denver this month. Of course, we've been doing those for years now and uh, we didn't do one, of course, uh, last year because of Corona. Uh, yes, I said like that on purpose, but we're going to be doing one on the 30th, this uh, the last Friday of this month. It's going to be amazing. Um, no registration required. If you're part of our digital family, catch a flight. Come on out here and be a part of it. Uh, and uh, and then here, I've got some dates for you coming up for Atlanta and some other stuff too. But so it's going to be amazing. All right. I love you. Gotta go. Have an amazing night, everybody. Love you. If you haven't shared this, share this. Instagram, can I get, can I get 50 of you to just commit across the both of them to just share this in your Insta stories or share this on your platform or whatever right afterward? Because when we share, people get saved. All right. Go so. I love you. Shalom. Have an amazing night. Bye-bye, y'all. Shalom. Shalom, y'all. A family favorite for three decades, the Bull Run Festival of Lights dazzles with two and a half miles of sparkling holiday lights. See more than 600 light displays with new displays added every year. Ooh and ah as you drive through the winter wonderland where it's always snowing and come see the tallest light display yet. Extend the magic of the holidays by visiting early starting November 10th. Get your tickets now at bullrunfestivaloflights.com. That's bullrunfestivaloflights.com. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply.